Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, July 6th. Long weekend, it's all over. And you know what I did as part of my long weekend? I went on CBS This Morning to discuss the Labor Department's most recent jobs report. And uh, we're going to digest what exactly that report meant and what we can expect in the future. More on that jobs report after this. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Okay, here to talk about the jobs and numbers and the ongoing recovery is CBS News senior business analyst Jill Schlesinger, who is back in studio for the first time since March. Woohoo! 2020. Good to see you, Jill. Um, let's start with this. So more jobs than expected. But unemployment went up. What gives? Well, these are two different surveys. One is a survey that goes out to employers and it says, did you hire more people? Yes, 850,000 more. The other goes to households and the household survey says, hey, are you employed? Are you actively looking for a job? And if you're not actively looking, you're not counted as part of the labor force. And that can mean that the unemployment rate moves up and down. Again, a tenth of a percent, not a big deal. We do have a ways to go. Three and a half percent was the unemployment rate before the pandemic, but we have made progress. We were over 14 percent last April. Well, folks aren't going back to work. And now a government report says folks are quitting their jobs at a rate they haven't seen since 2000. One what gives. Hmm. And what are companies doing to keep people on their payroll? This is like the conundrum of the labor force question. And here's the, the temporary aspect of it. We know people are receiving these extra benefits through the federal government, right? $300 a week. That allows them to stay on the sidelines and maybe take their time looking. We also know there are people who had childcare issues. We also know that there are people who were really worried about the virus, maybe because of what's going on in their home. But a longer term issue that's really fascinating, economists tell me, we didn't have internet national migration for so long. That was a source of a lot of workers. And get this, pandemic retirements soared. We saw more than 3 million people retire during the, uh, sorry, we, uh, 2 million people retire during the pandemic. That accounts for the drop in the labor force. We saw a 3.4 million drop in the labor force. 2 million is retirements. So it's a huge change. Yeah, and that, so when you're a company then, what are they doing to try to keep the people that are there and then maybe recruit more even still? Well, you know, the tech companies are always the leading edge of this early on. You know, we the ones that you would expect, Microsoft and Apple and Google. They said, ah, stay home, take your time. Right. But now there are more and more companies saying we want to adopt a hybrid model. We saw a recent poll that was really interesting. 39% of respondents said, if I can't get flexibility, I want a new job. And so more companies, we're talking about Pepsi and Verizon, even financial firms like the UBS just announced this. Citigroup said, we'll do a more flexible schedule. But wasn't more, was it Morgan Stanley that said, if you can go eat 
eat in dinner in New York, you're coming into the office. Yes, yes. See, want that. and slashing yeah. uh, salaries. Yeah, exactly. The CEO, James Gorman, had said that. What's interesting about it is I think these other companies are saying, here's a way that we can differentiate. If they're going to be so hardline, our competitors at Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase, then why not come over here? Interesting, Citigroup is led by a female CEO. She has determined that she thinks she wants to be the place where working moms want to be. And I think a hybrid model could be the key. Just remember, a lot of people up and down the income stream, they are reconsidering their options. This pandemic has created a psychological, emotional, and family hangover. People are reconsidering their options. But if you work on airplanes or in restaurants or in hotels, you can't do that hybrid mm-hmm. model. You have to be there. Yeah. That's exactly right. There are certain industries that don't lend themselves to it. But to others, you know what? Maybe there is a way, a middle ground that will be interesting. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, you're back. It's CBS Eye on Money, and I am joined by my cohort here, Mark Talercio. He's the executive producer. And Mark, you know, we've heard from so many people who are thinking about changing jobs. So let's talk a little bit about this. So what do you think is motivating this? This is clearly a post-pandemic issue that people use the last 16 months to think about what their lives were like. What do you think people are considering right now? Uh, I would think first and foremost, they're probably considering having flexibility, working from home for the past however many months that it's been. I think a lot of people have gotten used to that and the idea of having to get in their car and make the commute and sit in traffic is no longer very appealing. So I'm guessing that's probably the biggest factor. Yeah, I think so too. Talk a little bit about for you how that changed. I mean, you've had a career where you were tethered to a desk. You know, Mark came from the news division at CBS, first in radio, then in television. So talk about what it felt like to break that chain and again, get free. What did that mean for you in your life? Well, first and foremost, there's no going back that much. I can tell you, I I will never work in that environment again for the rest of my life. It just, uh, you know, it just brings a whole added level of flexibility. And, you know, once uh, I had a kid that was huge, you know, because my, my better half, she has a job that has very little flexibility. She's tethered to the phone, the desk, the zoom meetings. So there's not a lot of flexibility during a day for me. With you, we basically call our own shots. You know, we do things when we can. Uh, If we have to do it at night, we do it at night. As long as it gets done, that's the bottom line. It doesn't really matter when we do it. So having that flexibility for me has been huge throughout this past year and a half. Would you have guessed five years ago, let's say, that you would have valued flexibility more than money? Mm, Probably not. No, I think for a while it was all about money. 
even not too long ago, you know, we've uh, I, I had offers from CBS to go back in a full-time role at a pretty high level, probably making more money, but it would have meant being tied to a desk, being tied to the email, constantly looking at my phone, constantly being on call, maybe working weekends, maybe working holidays. Even though it was more money, the answer was very easy. That was a hard and fast no. No, thank you. Do you think that this will be a lasting impact of the pandemic? Or do you think it's going to be one of those weird things where it's like six months from now, everyone's back to work and they've forgotten? How much of this do you think is actually going to stick? I think dependent on the role, I think the hybrid policy is probably here to stay. But I think it depends on the role. Uh, some, some roles, no, you're going to be in the office five days a week. I'm really interested to see whether these big banks that have really come down pretty hard, are they going to lose people who are seeking something different? And I'm really, really intrigued to learn whether or not that happens. I really am because I just think that, I don't know, like I think that these banks are underestimating that people truly are just fried from this whole process and they want something different and something really cool. Like something is, you know, it is kind of neat to consider that this is a new way that we've learned that we can work, right? I mean, I don't think that that part of it is going to re return to what it once was. And I also think what you said, like so many people in the United States get in their cars and sit in traffic. So many people have to sit on trains. It's like you're burning up time. Now, listen, many people, of course, some of them happen to be friends of mine, are like, oh, I miss my commute. It's like my alone time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see if they say that after three months of commuting. Right. Exactly. It's a funny thing. Okay. So last question for you about this whole new work environment. What about paying people in days off? Like I just read that Fidelity and LinkedIn are providing relief days off, like just adding in time, like just take time off. You know, if you think about it, this is uh, crazy. Back in March, Americans said, 40% of Americans said they felt burned out while working at home this past year. You know, I wonder, could uh, extra days off help and relieve some of that anxiety? You mean like it's only a four-day work week and you're off three days? Or do you have like, like floating personal days? Maybe a floating personal day is what it sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly that'll help, but people got to use them. It's like e even with vacations, so many people, so many employees don't use all of their vacation every year. It's nuts. That's so true. And I think that that's such a weird American thing. Remember when we were in Europe and it was like, oh, it's so great. A friend of mine just took a job with a French company. Okay. First of all, she's coming out of the news business where, again, tethered to the desk. The company says, we require you take six weeks off a year. We require, like, we you know what they do? They shut off your email access. That is totally European. Right? And she said, what happens if you need me? They said, well, we'll call you if we need you, but we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do yeah. that. That's a concept that is completely foreign here. I'm better during holiday, but it is very hard for me to disconnect. It's very hard. I'm going to try. In fact, as I speak to you right here, my CBS Eye on Money family I'm disconnected because we're pre-taping this because I'm on vacation this week. Let's see if I hold to it, Mark. I think you will. You do? You have a good feeling? Yeah, you've, got, you've gotten much better about that in the last couple of years. You know why? Because it doesn't really matter. Whatever you think, you're not that important. 
the world will survive. Absolutely. All right. That's your uh, June jobs report analysis and convo. So if you've got a question about your career, don't forget, give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on our website, which is called jillonmoney.com. You see the coincidence there? It's fantastic. If you're on our website, you can hit the contact button. Please do sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And you can follow us, the Eye on Money podcast. You can follow us on Apple or wherever else you get your favorite podcast. We drop episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we don't want you to miss a minute of us. We also have a sister broadcast called Jill on Money, which we drop daily. And both of those are actually on our website. You can follow us directly from the jillonmoney.com website. All right. Well, listen, it's a Tuesday. It is a vacation week for many of us, including me. Still want to please remind you to do something nice for someone else today. It's just very easy because it could just be a smile. Someone just said to me recently, you made my day because I let them play with my dogs a little bit curiosity, compassion, community. That's what this show is about. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Deviadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.